Good morning, Contrarians! Thursday morning, January 26th, 6.30 a.m. Yes, it is getting late into January here, almost done with the first month of the year. But yesterday was a mixed day uh, at the end of it, actually pretty much flat. Stocks were down most of the morning and then rebounded again in the afternoon. Uh, Mixed bag of earnings to drive things, and that continued after the close. We did have Tesla beat expectations, but then caution on forward-looking guidance. Chevron, that stock advanced after they announced a share buyback, but then IBM dropped even after they beat earnings, and they also announced layoffs, which is two things that has been leading to stock market rallies. But for whatever reason with IBM, must have been something else in there. Didn't look very closely, but... They dropped in the aftermarket. Anyway, at this right now, it's it's going to be a busy day, a very busy morning. There's a big dump of economic data coming and also earnings. But right now, we're looking at a tiny bit of risk on developing. We have stock futures pointing to gains at the open, led by tech, curiously enough. The NASDAQ is up six-tenths of 1%. Other indexes up a little less. Commodities aren't doing much. WTI... Uh, WTI crude oil is up less than 1% to trade around $81 a barrel. Copper is unchanged. Bonds are unchanged. The 10-year yield is 3.48. So economic data releases this morning, we get a bunch of them right at 830. Uh, First of all, GDP, fourth quarter GDP. I usually gloss over this because it's a backward-looking indicator, and I don't think it really has anything to say about the forward uh, rate of change in the economy, although maybe a bit. But anyway, this is the first reading of fourth quarter GDP. So this one is actually more important than the others. The others just confirm what's in the first usually, although they sometimes vacillate a little bit, but whatever. Uh, This one, we're looking at expectations of a 2.6% increase in GDP for the fourth quarter. That's down from 3.2% in Q3, but still positive. And we'll talk about that more in the bottom line where that could be important. But the other things to tell you about, durable goods orders for December, these are out also at 8.30. And this could be a good leading indicator of manufacturing activity because this is stuff that the factories order uh, you know, ahead of time, I guess. And um, numbers are in the show notes here. The headline figure is one thing, and then you have a core figure which excludes food and... No, not food and energy. That's the inflation. It excludes transportation items. And that one is actually expected to drop a bit month over month. I don't think there's a year-over-year figure, or at least not one that has economist estimates. So the seasonal-adjusted one is going to be more interesting to the extent that there is one. And then we also get a preliminary reading of December retail inventories and wholesale inventories. So along the lines of what suppliers are doing, well, in terms of stocking up. And uh, the wholesale figure is the only one that has a survey number attached to it. That is expected to increase by half of 1% month over month after rising 1% in November. And then seeing how it's Thursday, we also have initial jobless claims out at 30. Economists expect 205,000 new claims. After just 190,000 last week, that's a low, uh, I believe a low, we haven't seen anything that low in months, possibly. 
and this number has been trending trending lower, which one would mm-hmm. think is unexpected at this time of the year because you normally have seasonal layoffs after all the hiring in November and December usually, and that would lead to an increase in jobless claims right now, but the exact opposite is happening. Uh, but the market doesn't seem concerned about this, mainly because of what the Fed has been signaling, but whatever. And finally, new home sales are out at 10. Expectation here is for a few less than was seen in a month previous. Earnings. Okay, a very busy morning here. Very busy. We've got Blackstone, Nokia, SAP, STMI Electronics, Dow Chemicals, Tractor Supply Co., McCormick, Valero Energy, Northrop Grumman, Southwest Airlines, American Airlines, JetBlue, Comcast, Sherwin-Williams, and MasterCard. Those are just the highlights, and that is all before the open at 9.30. I can take a look here for you here and see if any of Some of them have been, I think, were due to report um, by this hour already, especially the ones that were coming from Europe. So let's see what we have here in terms of uh, any announcements. McCormick, okay. McCormick missed on top and bottom line. And they do expect sales to increase. But let me see here. There's nothing about... Ah, yeah, they lowered guidance a bit. Okay. So that's interesting because that's a consumer staples company, right? The spices. And if they're lowering guidance, then that could be interesting. Valero beat on top line, missed on bottom line. Um, okay. Let me see. XL Energy beat on top and bottom line. And that's all we got so far. I'm trying to find the... Europeans here. Murphy Oil, that's another another uh, consumer staple. They reported mixed results. And what are they having forward-looking? Actually, no, the Murphy Oil is... <laughs> I thought this was the Murphy Oil that does the, you know, the, the stuff that you wipe the things with. But that's probably owned by somebody else. But this is... It sounds like this is the, the oil. They actually produce actual oil. Um, oh, here we go. Tractor Supply Co., Beat on top and bottom line. That's a big, interest, very interesting cyclical company, right? Because they supply tractors. Uh, comparable store sales increased, but less than in the previous year's fourth quarter. That's kind of interesting. Um, all right. Dow Chemical miss on top and bottom line. Anyway, there we go. That's enough. So a mixed bag here. STMI beat on top and bottom line. Nokia beat on top and bottom line. All right, enough. Um, moving on here, though, we also have a couple after the close. Intel and Visa are the big ones there. That leaves us with the bottom line. Yeah, I'm back to yelling it. Wait until I sort out the jingle. But yeah, very busy morning. Okay, GDP readings, right? Usually quick to gloss over these because this is an entirely backward-looking data point that doesn't have much or maybe any, well, much impact on the rate of change going forward. But it might have some. And so it's interesting just to see how this will come in and how it will defer from economists' estimates. And it's also important from a psychological standpoint. 
And with all these concerns about a recession, if we get something that is a surprise to the downside, that could make that more paramount. Speaking of concerns and fears, don't forget our good friend, the Fed. And on that, if the GDP number comes in hotter than expected, it could drive fear of Fed rate hikes back into the hearts and minds of investors. So from where I'm sitting, that's why this GDP figure is important today when it's out at 8.30. Other than that, probably earnings will drive the market. And the consumer staples here, I mentioned McCormick, that is uh, interesting. But again, you don't know how much of it is company-specific versus economic, and that's just one company. Sherwin-Williams is another, I guess that could be also deemed a cyclical company. And then the what the what the MasterCard and Visa have to say about consumer spending could be very interesting as well. Visa is a holding of mine. The only one that I mentioned of all the reports today. Oh, no, JetBlue, I have a small position. Um, but yeah, so Visa, that's done well again. Um, you figure it's such a great business, man. How can I not want to own that? But I guess it's all about the valuation when you buy in. So that's one of those where if they if they report a big miss and the stock drops, I will buy more. But it's well above where I bought it, so maybe not. Anyway, uh, that's what we got today. So I went on quite a bit here, working on nine minutes, so I'll shut up. But not before thanking you for supporting the podcast and looking forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.